0: Hey, what's going on, Motivators, Dr. Drill with the Making Motivation podcast, it's Sunday. I believe that would make it the 10th, 11th, today's the 11th. First of all, I'd like to wish my grandfather, Charles Oberst, Rem, he rest in peace. Uh, it was his birthday yesterday, the, t- the 10th of uh, July. 2020, uh, or 1910, I believe it was, 1911, something like that, all right, good, good dude, the reality, you know, it's, 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 it's a shame to select a a favorite, but look, it is what it is, this guy was the fucking best, He's the grandparent that we always wanted to be around. Guy was a, um, this is Charles Obers, we call him Pop-Pop. I used to think that, uh, when I first started learning that people, they called their grandparents Pop-Pop or P-Pop or whatever, I thought he was the only Pop-Pop. <laughs> like, fucking dumbass. He was just that special, I didn't think that anybody else had that name. To him and my uh, it was Pop Pop and Graham, and they lived in Kearney, New, New Jersey. And uh, let's say the guy was a letter carrier, so a postal worker for many many years and retired relatively young I mean, uh, uh 60 probably, maybe. And after that, he did all kinds of shit. He went to uh, he was an artist, a hobbyist, so he would go to court, and he would draw, um, you know, he, he, some of his his court proceedings, the sketches, were used, were actually in, in newspapers, I believe. He was really, really good, with all artistic mediums, and he'd probably say, well, this is what he really likes to do, but he did wood carvings, and um, little in- inventions, and gardening, and... Uh, paintings, a bunch of paintings. He did a lot of cool shit. He, he wrote as well. He was a creative writer, and mostly like a writer, like a journal, daily journaler. This is what went on today. Maybe that's kind of what I'm doing with this podcast. You know, by more time, maybe I would just write. Uh, you know, actually use the written language instead of audio. But I like this. This is cool. Makes good use of uh, some otherwise downtime and also puts things in perspective for me. You know, I saw this uh, little video excerpt the other day by Jordan Peterson. He's a psychologist, I believe, scholar, controversial guy right now, but I think he's a pretty freaking smart guy. You'd be hard pressed to find somebody who's more intelligent than this guy, more thoughtful, more well considered which I guess essentially is thoughtful. So he says that, pretty simple. you know, you need to be able to learn about something. Basically said, if you're interested in something, take note of something in the world. You read up on it. You investigate it. Like scientific method. Hey, what's going on here? Let me find more about that. Find out more about that. And then, you think about it fill in any blanks as far as the facts of what is available uh, across you know, in multimedia sense this plant is called mullein I just see it, you see it this time of year in the summer, growing along the roadside uh, as a plant remedy, it's used for respiratory, da 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 da, inflammation teas, poultices, use the flowers, use the roots yada yada you investigate it, you look at pictures of it, you come to an understanding about it, then you write it down, okay, you explain it, your knowledge of it, and that's how you formulate thinking from initial discovery or uh, uh, interest about something to really freaking doing the intellectual heavy lifting of, of reading, reading about the that something and, and understanding, and then you write it down, it seems to me a sensible way of devising a thought process and a logical flow of how we should you know, operate, consider things, interact in our society. Basic reading, writing, understanding process. Anyway, so Pop-Pop was a daily journaler. He was a friggin' letter carrier in Newark, New Jersey for many years. He retired. He was an artsy guy. He was a cool guy. He liked to fish. Every year he would rent a uh, cabin on a, on a lake somewhere in the Poconos, usually. And he'd rent it for two weeks, a month. And he invited invite the grandkids. First, my uh, his daughter's children, Kevin and Colleen. And then later uh, uh, in the summer, he'd have the Oberst kids over there. So Aaron and Eve. And we'd go up there, and we spend time with him. We'd fish, and we'd eat, and we'd hang out, and we'd talk, and we'd run around and have a ball. Pop-up was great. Every time I, I ran into him, every time I went up there, he had a story to tell me, and he had uh, a little pen knife to give me, probably. And he always had this little... little fucking bowl, and he kept his spare change in, and his pen knives, and his trinkets, and usually had a half-empty roll of butterscotch. Butterscotch lifesavers. So I always look forward to those, and I look for them afterward. If I go to the store right now, I can find that same roll, same recipe, same packaging of butterscotch lifesavers. And to me, they They represent my awesome paternal grandfather. So his his birthday yesterday is friggin' totally awesome. Love that guy. I feel like in, in, in a lot of ways, I'm more like him than, um, who cares, I guess, but I'm like him in a lot of ways. Who cares how much more I'm like him than other people? He's in us, you know? As I mentioned the other day, there's this, uh, heard this guy speak, he said, uh, you know, you don't... I think mean, it was Osho who said this. He's some Indian philosopher guy. Really interesting dude. So you never met your great-great-great-great-grandfather, but his nose is on your face. Genetics. I was rambling on about the other day. So I'm like my paternal grandfather in a lot of ways, and I want to be like him. He's a cool fucking guy. And he did a lot of things. He filled his, his life and any downtime he had with interests and joy and he wasn't afraid of getting out there in the world and discovering things and interacting with people that's a life well lived I feel everybody's got their comfort zones but you know get out there and, and partake in this world you know, there's a lot that I I want to be more like that you know it comes down to time I guess sometimes anyway so it's been a good weekend I carved some wood, I finished off my little funky gnome, that's going to be going out this week, or in the next couple weeks, delivering that to its owner. Installed some little fucked up teeth in his mouth, and a crooked little cap, and his tongue sticking out, and I made a little mushroom house as well, for him, that's for my friend Melissa, and then I finished up for my friend, and my high school classmate, Aaron, I carved her a, an owl, and we're calling him Jimmy Talons, even though the carving has no talons. <laughs> that's interesting. Um, sometimes I, you know, I didn't add any talons. Anyway, that's his name, Jimmy Talons. Um, if I had thought about that earlier, well, I certainly would have added some prominent talons, but fuck it. They're going out this week. Going to have a busy week. And then on Saturday, we're heading down to the Quiet Resorts. Bethany Beach, Fenwick Island, Delaware, motherfuckers. Going with some cousins. Seven of us will have a great time. And it's going to be our, you know, we went out in Michigan, which is, I think is my favorite vacation every year, but I really uh, enjoy the beach as well, so we're going to go down here. We're going to have a great time with everyone. And they're out, by the way, right now out of Costco, buying all kinds of supplies, which God love them, but I don't get excited about going to Costco to get supplies for vacation. It's not something that riles me up. Everybody else who's interested, have at it. Nah, fuck it, we'll keep going. So, uh, let's see. So, excited about that. Week's going to fly by, I'm sure. And as we tackle our goals, carving wood, holding things down at the office no problem got some dedicated staff got some wonderful people in my life patients what else happened just coming back from the office prepping for the morning worked on my flooring a little bit that uh jigsaw puzzle natural wood looking flooring you wouldn't believe what a brand new um, section looks like compared to what we've been walking on top of for the last year it's disgusting looking. So, I'm going to go with this uh, same strategy for the next year. And then we're going to uh, probably go to a floating floor, a legit floating floor. Really clean, really durable, really attractive looking. And now I'm heading home. I'm going to stop and get some peaches. I get my peaches down in Georgia. I get my weed from California. That's that shit. Badass bitch. Yeah, that's it. I get my peaches down in Georgia. Yeah, so I'm going to get some peaches from Swartley's up here on the ridge. Got a little fucking bushel or whatever the fuck. A dozen or so, half dozen peaches in a basket get some of those, fill them in, and get some squash, some squash, got my dog in the back panting, she's been a fucking psycho with the uh, fireworks this time of year, yeah, I know, I don't want to fucking complain about shit, but she's, celebrate all you want, it doesn't make her happy, man, she's a nut, so I think I'm going to get her on some freaking doggy antidepressants, because 10 years of age, she just shouldn't be this anxious and unhappy, you know? It's tough. I don't like to see her suffering like this. But she's a sweetheart, so I take her wherever I go. Let's see what we got here. Okay, look at this dickhead. Now he's going to go to the fucking roadside stand. everybody in their fucking mothers down here. Well, just guess I'm about to go around the corner. It's all right, finish up my podcast a little bit here. All right, so Swartley's uh, stand is pretty busy. Bunch of Peters in there, everybody pulling over, getting their weeks, their produce for the week, so that's good for Swartley's. I just want to stand there with a bunch of these assholes. So we'll go around the block, take a few minutes. This morning I spoke to a guy named Art. He has a home along the Unami Creek that has a bridge over it, bridge over the creek. And he would like me to put a bridge keeper. He's got his suspension bridge down there. He wants me to put a bridge keeper, which is this guy character from fucking Monty Python, decrepit old man that says some things. So anyway, hell of a nice guy. The bridge keeper. I'm going to drop off a nice oak log on my land and I'll freaking get to work with that as soon as I get back from vacay. Get him his carving done. Make a little bit of money. Make somebody happy. It's exciting doing these carvings, you know? It's all kinds of stories around every single one of them. What else we got going on? Let's see here. Okay. News from uh, the weekend here. You got fucking... Connor McGregor and Dustin Poirer. Poirer. Poira. Poira. Fight was last night. And Dustin won again. Connor McGregor stepped back. Looks like it sounded like he was losing, at least for the first round. They had five rounds scheduled, I think. I believe maybe only three anyway it Was nice of This guy Um single lane road uh section of the road there little one lane bridge guy Flashed me and let me get in there first. Um, what the fuck, was I gonna say? Okay, so this MMA fight last night, Ultimate Fighting Championship. Conor McGregor, great fighter, unbelievable guy. Where he can make all kinds of crazy things happen. He's an artist, so it's wonderful to watch him fight. It's not pleasant listening to the play-by-play of him talking shit. Um, just basically, you know, fulfills the whole antagonistic Irish tough guy thing, you know, just talk shit without end so he stepped back after he, he swung and missed and then he stepped back and put all his weight on that on that foot and his, goddamn, his ankle bent at a 90 degree angle so he broke his tibia he'll be out for a while a major injury, and he's still talking shit, writhing in pain on the floor of the octagon, he lost, you know, and that's not not the way that Dustin wanted to win, I'm sure he wanted to win more convincingly than that, but he was doing pretty well. So that's two wins for Dustin, and one win, I think, for Connor, that they fought I think they fought before and Conor won. I'm not sure. Anyway, so now there's going to be no doubt a fourth fight between these guys. McGregor was talking about Dustin Poirier's um, his wife and everything, every fucking thing. His nonprofit, like these guys are just assholes, you know. They a lot of these go after the throat. Yeah, they call it a mental strategery, but it's there's no reason to. to to be like that, I always enjoyed um, humble, humble warriors. You know, now, there's a time for you to, you know, talk shit and all that, but God, it's agonizing, you know, the mental games and all that stuff. But McGregor is actually masterful at that; he certainly is a master at talking shit so he I'm sure definitely can sway the outcome of a fight just by getting riled up and hating the opponent and creating bad blood and all that i say he goes too far and again it's agonizing just waiting until they actually throw down Um, let's see So that's pretty cool. That's really what I got. I'm going to head home now. Prepare for the week. Kick ass. Take- oh god, I, how could I how could I not mention this? All right, so last night we watched Kong versus Godzilla. Or Godzilla versus Kong, whatever. And you know, I wrote a whole diatribe. I I freaking talking all kinds of uh feces on Facebook and doing a little um, critique of the movie now I know of different it might not be my thing there's a lot of folks who are into um, these action films and the, you know the all the Marvel comic book stuff and uh, you might enjoy it maybe there's a storyline that I don't appreciate maybe I, I problem is that I didn't see all the previous movies, but, oh my god, man, oh my god, it sucked, I mean, it was just fucking endless action, Godzilla raising cities, uh, sinking aircraft carriers, you know, blowing things up. He's got a fucking dragon breath thing. Laser comes out of his mouth. And he fucking destroys everything with that. He steps on things. He just breaks shit. And Kong just wants to be left alone on Skull Island. But he gets brought in to lure out Godzilla and to break him. Bring everything down to um, Hollow Earth, which is another world, which is kind of... the concept used in Megalodon as well where there's this place underneath the ocean, it's another ocean and that's where all these beasts live and it just uh, there's some historical or mythical relevance to this because the titans were, in Greek mythology the titans came from within the earth and they're born and then they're hid deep within the core of the earth and they were summoned and let, and freed at one point, and the gods, they did all kinds of terrible things, these titans, and then the titans fought. So, hence movies like Clash of the Titans, because this is, this is stuff that's been written by uh, mythologists and storytellers forever, the concept, but that doesn't license the shit to go on just without end so it was a ridiculous movie is what I say constant fucking drama smashing cities um, dunking aircraft carriers and other ships Uh, then they flip back over and all the people are like whoa that was quite a ride fucking shake themselves off a little bit dry off and they're good And so I had to write about it. I did a whole little diatribe online. Again, no disrespect to the franchise or anything. It's just, there's so many things that just are done over and over and over again. You know, these, these uh, the plot and the character uh, characters that they insert. They're, you've seen them all before a million times, especially recently. And it was pretty agonizing. And I don't have a very high bar. Of these movies, as long as it's entertaining, I'm cool with it. But this was ridiculous. I'll say one more thing I posted an image the other day, it said, You know, you are sitting on a bridge watching yourself go by. I don't know where that's from. I basically get these uh, meme and philosophy images that come across my browser, my Facebook browser, because I like that shit. So, anything inspirational, anything thoughtful. I, I get fed that sort of stuff in my echo chamber. And I thought about that. You know, what does that mean when somebody is standing on the bridge watching themselves go by? First of all, I think that that is... You know, some might look at that and say, well, I'm just watching my life go by. I'm just watching life pass me by. And well, you know, I'm not happy about that. I feel stuck or I feel like I can't. You know, some might interpret it from a pessimistic point of view. Others might, uh, and I look at it like this, if you can sit on a bridge and watch yourself go by, you can take note of details, and you can step outside yourself and see what is it that's going on. What is happening in your life? What do the cast of characters look like? What are you up to? And how can you, you know, change it in the most positive way? When you're sitting on that bridge, what do, you, do you like what you see? As you pass by, do you want to change anything? Do you see a reflection in the water? What is the current like? Is it fast? Is it slow? If it's too fast, how do you slow it down? If it's too slow, how do you speed it up? And all that stuff. So I think it could be actually a wonderful thing. I love when people just park along the side here. They're big feckin' fat ass. That's why they have a parking lot for tickets. Take your little moo-moo. Flower pattern. Get up. Hold on. Hold on a second, alright? Alright. Here I go. So, stop by Swartley's, getting little fucking produce here, some peaches, I'll get my peaches down in Georgia, I'll get my peaches down in Swartley's, that's that shit, i got get my wheat from California, that's that shit, that's it up better up a me, that ass bitch, they put nice in there I had to get a little honor system thing, take some cash, put it in the box, bought ten dollars worth of groceries, so I got fucking peaches, I got uh look like cucumbers, almost like pickling cucumbers, but I like to eat them just raw. And I got some onions, some Spanish onions. But I will, I will love the women. I'm going to fuck home. All right, everybody. Have a great week. Kick ass and take names.